Living a Good Shepherd nearly 30 years ago as a young seminarian, and when you were ordained by Bishop Adamix 25 years ago this coming May, who would have ever thought that one day this young man from Slovakia would return here to be our pastor? Some of us still remember those days, while for others it's going to be new. No matter, all of us welcome you with open hearts and hope as you lead our parish to a deeper understanding of our Catholic faith. We are a parish of good people and want to live out Jesus' commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Besides, you've come here with great reviews from the people of St. Matthew's and Tyrone. <laughs> Father Joseph, as a parish, we'd like to pray over you and offer you our blessing. So I ask you, people of Good Shepherd, raise your right hand and offer your blessing upon Father Joseph. Dear Lord, Thank you for sending Father Joseph, our pastor, to shepherd our church. We are grateful for the love you put in Father Joseph's heart for you and for your people. We pray for the fruits of the Spirit in our pastor's life, that love, joy, peace, and patience will guide him, that kindness and goodness will be his companions, and that his gentleness will be evident for all. Lord, help Father Joseph to see each person through your eyes and help us to see you in Father Joseph. Show us how we can support and encourage Father Joseph in his ministry. Lord, we ask you to bless Father Joseph today and every day. And may the blessings of our Lord come upon you, Father Joseph, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for such a warm welcome. And uh, of course, I'm thrilled, excited, and many other things. Uh, truly happy that I, I can be here with you and, uh, of course, uh, be part of uh, my parish family that, you know, I used to belong to many times, but I always stayed in touch, uh, and I knew what, what a beautiful blessing this, this community is for, for, our, for our place, for State College, and for this area. So um, all I ask you is, of course, for your prayers, and uh, I think we will, we will do really well when we, when we pray together, work together, and love each other the way God intends. So thank you again for such a warm welcome. I will always remember it. Let us now join together to give thanks and praise to our God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we are the people of whom St. Paul speaks, consecrated in Jesus Christ and called to be a holy people. Remind us that we too are baptized with the Holy Spirit as well as water, that we too have a priestly work to give thanks and to make a pleasing sacrifice of our lives. We aim to do this and to worship you now through the one high priest, our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. And now the Lord says, who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. He says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. The word of the Lord. 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. From Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and from our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was what, that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, on whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. This past Monday, a gentleman told me, Father, when you spoke, we had to listen twice, first because of your accent, and the second, because of uh, what you had to say. So <laughs> that's just one of life realities, I guess. Um, I read, uh, heard a story of a man who was out partying all Saturday night into the early Sunday morning hours, and uh, he was walking home, barely walking home. And uh, so he decided to take a shortcut through the woods. He got a little bit lost when he came out of the woods. He came upon a lake where there was a preacher baptizing so he got in the line, and uh, when his turn came, the preacher took him, dunked him in the water, held him for a little bit, brought him up, and asked him, Brother, have you found Jesus? And he said, No. So he took him down in, in the water again, <laughs> held him a little bit longer underwater, brought him up, and asked him, Brother, have you found Jesus? He said, No. So he did it a third time, and held him underwater for quite a long time, to the point of men started panicking. So he brought him up and said, Brother, have you found Jesus? And he angrily looked at him and said, No, but are you sure this is where he fell in? <laughs> so, baptism. Certainly we can have many memories of, of this beautiful sacrament. Perhaps we don't remember our own baptism, but we certainly uh, can recall something that might have happened. Uh, the, the important aspect, of, the, of course, when it comes to baptism is what happens after. You know, do we understand just what exactly happens there, and then what sort of, what kind of life baptism invites us to live then. So today we heard that um, John the Baptist, that Jesus came to him, and John the Baptist uh, baptized him. And there was a sign from the heavens that the Tao came down, 
and rested on Jesus. And of course, that's a, remor a very important detail because it takes us back to the uh, story of no the Noah's Ark. I'm sure you're familiar with it. We know when the, the waters of uh, the floods started to recede, Noah sent uh, a dove from the, the uh, boat. And the dove returned with an olive branch, signifying land is uh, accessible, there is, there is new life. It was a sign of new creation. And that's exactly what I would like you to remember from this celebration, two words, new creation, because that's what baptism is about. Physical birth only brings us into the world, physical world, existing in physical world. Spiritual birth happens to us when we are baptized. It brings us into the, the world of spiritual realities, existence. We become God's children, his beloved sons and daughters. So Jesus, of course, was always, has always been son of God. Now, what, what happened at baptism, of course, is something unique. There, of course, we know John the Baptist baptized for repentance. He said that he, Jesus, may be known to Israel. That's why he was doing it. So John's baptism was for, for repentance. It was baptism with water. Jesus' baptism is different, or our Christian baptism is different, because we are baptized with water, but with the Holy Spirit. Why? To become a new creation. That's the whole purpose. And what happens then when one becomes a new creation? That person becomes a bearer of God's light. When we open the Bible, what is the first words that God says in the book of Genesis? Let there be light, right? That's what God says. And our Christian baptism invites us then to be that bearer of God's light, especially into those places that, that are in the dark. We know it's difficult to do that. It takes a lot of courage, strength, perseverance. But that's exactly what our baptism invites us to do. In fact, even in the first reading, the chosen people of God, the Jewish people, were reminded God gives you his light. Other nations will see his light among you and will be drawn to you. Because remember, these words were written in, in about the 6th century, towards the end of the 6th century. What had happened was the Jewish people were enslaved in Babylon. That's where they lived. When the kingdom of Babylon was defeated by Persia, King Cyrus allowed the Jewish people to return home. He even told them, I will support your return. I will give you financial resources to rebuild your lives. So that's why the prophet said to the people, we will, be, we will do that. God will give us his light to rebuild everything we need to. Because when they returned home, they found the temple had been destroyed. What had not been destroyed had not been maintained properly. So therefore, it was, in total, it was a total mess. So quite often they felt helpless. God gave them the prophecy to remind them, no, I will be with you in this rebuilding process. You will be my light, and other nations will be drawn to you. Again, beautiful image for us to, to reflect on. God still gives his light to us, so we and people hopefully around us will be drawn to our way of life, will be inspired by the way of our way of life. Certainly, sometimes we experience things that, that are difficult to handle in life, but that light of God will never be taken from us so we can be a new creation. St. Paul did the same thing in the second reading. Writing to the Corinthians, who were a difficult community, he spent about two years among them. 
he reminded them, saying, you are called to be holy. It was his way of saying, you are called to be a new creation. You know who his first audience were? Dark workers, prostitutes, and other slaves. There were millions of slaves in the Roman Empire. It was to these people that Paul preached the gospel, saying to them simply, now you want to know Jesus, you want to love him. You, you have been baptized, now you are called to be holy. Embrace that call, be that new creation that you are called to be. So you see, the, the theme of the scripture readings is new creation. Can we do that? Can we embrace that call? And, you know, in a sense, I look at, you know, this day as a new chapter, perhaps, for our parish family of Good Shepherd. For thir almost 34 years, our parish has been here in this place as a light. Many people, you know, starting with, with small numbers back in 1989, it, the parish family has grown. Why? Because people find here something unique, something special, the light of God shining in us. So we need to continue to do that. We need, we need to continue to build on what, on what has been achieved, what has been done here in Christ's name. We do it for him because we love him. We love each other. There is a story of a little boy. I think he was five years old. His parents bought him uh, a world globe. So that, that evening, the, parent, uh, the father of the boy was showing him on the globe different continents, the oceans, and uh, mountains, and things like that. When it was time for the boy to go to bed, the father took the globe and was walking out of his bedroom. And his son looked at him and he said, what are you going to do with my world? <laughs> in a sense, you know, God entrusts us the world that we live in. What are we going to do with his world? How will we, how will we build it up? How will we shine the light of God on this world? You know, that's our call, that's our challenge. New creation. Jesus offers us so much. What he offers us can be summarized in three things. He tells us that, uh, that God loves us completely and unconditionally. Then he tells us that our lives have meaning, have purpose. And third, he tells us we will live eternally. Can anyone offer you or me anything better? If they can, take it. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.